welcome to the first episode of the Canadian Prepper Podcast, recorded on Monday, October 8th, 2018. I'm your host, Eric, and I'm excited to be recording the first episode of the Canadian Prepper Podcast. So what is this podcast going to be all about? I like to see it turn into an informational podcast where I get to interview people with all different kinds of skill sets. People who come from all different areas of prepping, homesteading, survivalists, and anyone else who can help teach you, the listener, a new skill or two per episode. I'd also like to cover news events happening in Canada that relate to emergency preparedness and then discuss how one could be prepared for the scenario that played out. How often will podcast episodes be released? I like to get as many out as possible. Realistically, however, I'm looking at doing one or two episodes per month and expanding from there as time allows. How can you get in contact? If you'd like to be on the show or suggest topics and news articles to be discussed, you can email feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. In this first episode, I'd like to cover off something that many people ask me. What should be in my 72-hour emergency kit? This is a great question. However, it's also hard to answer fully. That's because everyone's kit will be specific to their needs. So let's talk about basics that you can use to begin your kit. First off, you'll need a good bag to hold everything in. This doesn't have to be a big tactical bag with bells and whistles and all kinds of fancy things added to it. Just a basic backpack will, will do. Remember, if you're at the point where you're bugging out or you have your backpack with you and you've left a location, the idea is to not stand out waving a big flag saying, look at me over here, I have tons of equipment and gear and supplies. Next, you'll want to fill that bag with some supplies. Some basic starting supplies would include a first aid kit. It doesn't have to be that thousand dollar trauma kit that you see. Just start out with something basic. A kit with some bandages, some gauze, some antiseptic wipes, and then add to it over time. Water. Keep in mind, this will be heavy. Personally, in my kit, I have a water bottle to get me started. And then I packed a life straw so I can find a water source later on. Food. Food will be tricky. Depends on allergies that you have, dietary requirements. However, with some research and pre-planning, you can fill your emergency kit with items that work for your requirements. Remember, you're packing for three days to keep you alive, not a full Thanksgiving turkey dinner like many of us have had over this weekend. Shelter. A tarp and some string will help make a temporary shelter and tucks nicely into the back of a backpack. An emergency blanket. They fold up nice and small, fit easily into your backpack, and are effective at keeping you warm. A source of ignition for a fire. Some waterproof matches and a lighter are ideal for this. Fresh socks. It's nothing worse than cold and wet feet. Make sure you have some fresh socks, and if you can fit some fresh underwear in there as well, great. Communication. Those who know me know I'm a big ham radio guy. Having a source of communication is key in an emergency situation. I'll be doing an episode on ham radio in the future. Keep in mind, the cell system might be overwhelmed if this is in a major event. Having another source of communication, such as a ham radio, walkie-talkies, will make things easier for you to be able to communicate with your family and friends during an emergency. An AM-FM radio is also a great thing to have in your kit, whether it's battery-powered or crank-powered. Having knowledge of what's happening around you and the events that are unfolding can be instrumental in making decisions 
and planning out where it is you're going to go. Whether you leave your location, such as your home, office, apartment, etc., or stay, stay put where you are. Having this radio and this information can be crucial. A form of light. A form of light is also very important to have in your kit. Look into acquiring a headlamp. Having a headlamp allows you to keep your hands free while also illuminating in front of you or an area that you're working on. Also having a handheld flashlight, whether it be battery powered or crank powered, is also something handy to have in your kit. Medications. I find when speaking to people, this is often overlooked. You need to have your medications with you if you're going to be leaving your home or apartment or the location where you normally store them. Try and keep critical, critical medications in your kit if at all possible. This is a very basic list of items to get your emergency 72-hour kit started. Don't forget, since we live in Canada, the climate changes throughout the year. Rotate your supplies and kit so it has the appropriate stock for the season. So let's get the conversation started. I've listed some basics about 72-hour kits. Email feedback at prepperpodcast.ca and let me know what's in your kit and how you maintain it. Also, in your email, let me know if you'd like me to mention your name, anything else about you such as general geographic location, skills, knowledge, or if you prefer to be anonymous. If you'd like to be on the show or discuss anything relating to emergency preparedness, please also email feedback at prepperpodcast.ca and let me know what you'd like to discuss. With that, I'm going to conclude the first episode of the Canadian Prepper Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed the first episode. Please subscribe to the podcast to receive new episodes. Also, please tell your friends about the show and visit the website prepperpodcast.ca. I'd like to thank Samuel Joseph for creating the intro and outro music for the podcast and Alexander Novikov for creating the Canadian-themed logo for the podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>